Welcome to Inspiring Legal, the podcast for in-house legal. Get insights, learn from peers, life lessons from some of the most influential GCs. If it's related to in-house legal, we cover it. For more inspiration, go to openly.com slash community. Today, I am joined by Matilda Montanari. I hope I pronounced it correctly. Welcome, Matilda. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you very much for having me today. So, Matilda, um, for the listeners out there, they might not know you, but you have a very interesting background when we're talking about legal operations. And again, this is a topic that is on a lot of people's minds, but maybe not necessarily that familiar. So I was thinking... What about telling the audience a little bit about who you are and your background and maybe how you got into legal operations? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, hi, Matilde. Uh, Perfect pronunciation for my surname, Montanari. Um, I'm currently based in Amsterdam and I'm the legal operations officer at TomTom. TomTom is uh, currently a technology company. Maybe most of you might remember for the GPS. Uh, everyone at some point had a TomTom GPS and they kind of was actually very revolutionary. Uh, but yeah, now they move more in the space of B2B and um, building maps and licensing maps to other, other companies. Um, my background, I'm Italian from, from Pisa, but um, so from Tuscany. I've graduated in um, law and then um, studied in, um, worked in house uh, for a law firm in private practice for a law firm for a couple of years. Um, but after a couple of years working there, I soon realized actually that I really wanted to have a bit more business exposure. Um, and then maybe that wasn't my, my actual path. Uh, but I really didn't know what I wanted to do. So, um, and I wanted to go back to study. So I found and I did an LLM here in Leiden, which I highly advise everyone to visit. It's an amazing <laughs> little town in the Netherlands. Um, it's a student city, very, very, very nice. Um, and after that, I found, ended up finding a job in, as a legal commercial counsel in Messerschmitt, which is a tech startup, very, um, yeah, very hectic, like really the, the, the classic startup environment that everyone thinks and everyone sees in the movies. Uh, so it was very, very fun and very, very exciting. Um, back then, my GC was uh, very into legal operations, Damien Becker. It was very, very, um, uh, you soon realize that to scale a team, uh, you you also have to have the proper like tech stack and tech setup to actually support your team, especially when you're going at that speed and that growth. Um, so he really wanted someone that, um, yeah, could focus on ops as well. And I've always been very interested in operations. Like I've, uh, it's in general, like my my friends, they always like to say that. Yeah, I like to fix things, and <laughs> that's that's the reality. Um, so I I start focusing fifty percent of my time on legal ops, um, and then yeah, then I fell in love, and then I was like, oh my god, I want to do like legal operations. <laughs> um, so I went. Uh, my next step in the career was indeed to find a hundred percent focus on legal operations position, and I moved to booking where I was doing legal operations but in financial management. So yeah, budget, external consoles. So. Uh, and in such a big team and um, inspiring team, that was very, very interesting. 
So yes, that's a few words my 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 life I end up here. <laughs> so from booking.com, uh, you then moved into TomTom where you're now yeah. uh, the legal ops officer. Just because legal ops is a, for some new and maybe also a little undefinable. Um, could you maybe just give us a little insight into what are you doing as a legal ops officer? Um, yeah. I, I, you're probably doing so much, but what is that? Yeah, definitely. So I think in the, it's quite new and um, the entire legal operations community is still working in trying to define what we really working on. But I like to approach legal operations as, I mean, it's still an operations uh, uh, role and we have seen operations role in other different departments. Um, so when I approached it and when I was the lead, uh, when I started my, my work at TomTom, uh, I really wanted to uh, be inspired or take inspiration from other departments. So I really approached it um, as the classic way you do operations by focusing on uh, data and technology, people and uh, processes. So, so that's that's the kind of like three big cores that I like to focus on. And then under that, obviously, there are sub subtopics or sub focus. Uh, but yeah, I would say that in few words, legal operations is really trying to um, make the make the life of legal counsels a, a better life and a happier life. I would say, um, yeah, make them more efficient, uh, make sure that they can provide their best without like thinking to, um, yeah, admin or processes things that like just slow down their work. So you're going in and, and like taking a holistic view of whatever you're doing within the legal teams. So, mm -hmm. uh, and then looking at how you can optimize it, how you can work smarter, how you can save cost as well, mm -hmm. or? Well, definitely. So um, yeah, all of them. I mean, when um, when usually approaching, uh, when started at, at on home also like booking, there is a big period um, of just trying to understand what they're doing and how they're doing it. Um, I always think that they're the first period that they're always um, quick and little wins that we can always have uh, um, so without having to engage like, in big projects or big change management into new, new technologies. Everyone wants technologies, as always. But there are a lot of things that we can already do to improve um, the way we are working uh, um, just by asking why, why we are doing it in a certain way and why certain things are like this. Uh, so usually, like, yeah, the first step is just literally to speak with the team, uh, trying to understand their struggles. So like, yeah, like a therapy session. What are your problems today? <laughs> uh, and, and from there, like, yeah, what we can do in the short term, like quick fix, and what would be part of a bigger project um, and a bigger approach, maybe yeah, introducing technologies and improving like, yeah, processes and, and yeah, and, and process, yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's say that you're sitting and you are considering starting to hire your first legal operations person. Mm -hmm. In your opinion, what should you be looking for? What type of skill sets and, and what type of person should you get? Should you get somebody who has been working in the in-house legal team and promote that person to the legal ops? Should you try to find somebody who's good at project management or should you try to find a finance controller type character what, what's your recommendation what should you be looking for um wow that's a very interesting question um so 
I definitely think that um, I was just recently speaking with other people with legal operations that I'm aware that in Europe, uh, um, we have legal ops professional with most of the time with a legal background. That's very common in Europe. Why in the US, it's completely the opposite. All the legal operations professional, they're not coming at all from a legal background. So that's a very interesting um, split there. Um, I feel like that, um, at least uh, especially when it's a new position, when 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 someone that has done legal or coming from a legal background, there is some sort of like trust that it's already in place. I felt that uh, by saying, I know what you're going through because I've been reviewing contracts. I've been a legal commercial counsel. That always kind of was already like a, a big step ahead in trusting that I would support them in doing the right thing. Um, but at the same time, I think uh, that um, like operations such a um, yeah wide different type of skills uh, that um, yeah maybe having someone that has a bit of knowledge into other analytical skills or like project management skills that might be very a plus. And indeed, if I have to think now what would go ahead if I have to hire someone in my team, I would think someone that maybe does not have fully legal background just to bring in new ideas or a new perspective or a new, new yeah, a, a new point of view into, into the team. So let's say now you've hired your first, like I'm, I'm just trying to get like all the goodies out of you because you have such an interesting background. Um, so let's say that you're going in at a new company. The first hundred days or the give and take, right? Um, what? How would you start? What, what would you do? Um, or what would you recommend? Let's say that you're sitting out there and you're considering going into legal operations and you've maybe persuaded the general counsel to, to, to promote you. Um, what would be like your focus the first hundred days? Yeah, indeed, as I said, uh, which is actually, which is what I've done now at Tonton. There are a series of... Um, I mean, especially general counsels, they, they, they do want to show the value of the legal team. Historically, like legal teams has always been seen as, um, yeah, cost centers or, um, or maybe like most of the time the, the, the company is not really fully aware what a legal team is doing, which volumes and how they're doing certain things. So something that we indeed done in the, in the last, yeah, six months at TomTom was really to focus on Quick, the, the quick wins. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe making sure that the legal team is in control of their budget, processes that can be improved, uh, um, and then also showing the work. So, really, like, um, we implemented a quickly within yeah, two months, three months ticketing system to really show what's the type of work that we're doing and in which volume. And everyone was so surprised and was like, ah, okay, this is actually what you're doing. It's a lot. <laughs> So that there were things that uh, suddenly like uh, create the the background for us to uh, go for bigger projects and go for bigger things and yeah um, start having different conversations like now you see what we are doing we need this support or we need this technology to be able to continue doing like this um, so yeah my my advice would be in the first in the first period to literally like indeed focus on quick fix or like yeah just making sure everyone is aware of the type of work and volumes that the legal team are doing yeah if you were to kind of give a little insights into how your daily like not specifically a tom tom but the type of work that you do uh, as a legal ops officer yeah um so there is definitely uh 
there are definitely a series of um, tasks on a day-to-day uh, because as legal ops, I'm owning, uh, let's say, the entire technology um, stack of the legal team. So I'm owning all the tools that the legal team is implemented, has in place, are under my uh, view. So uh, there is a lot of like day-to-day um, things that I have to look after on these on, on the different platforms, things that might not be working uh, or things that we want to like check if they're doing the right thing. So there is a lot of day-to-day little tasks that I'm doing. Uh, but then, um, yeah, what I make sure is that um, I always align with the GC on its priority, and then my projects are aligned with its priorities. Um, so if um, one of its priority is literally for a certain business unit to like close contract faster, uh, I will always make sure that um, half of my time is period to work on those projects, and I never lose the sight on what is actually what we're trying to achieve here and what is the bigger mission and vision that we have for the legal team. Um, so something that I've done um, uh, for Tom Tom was to build a maturity plan um, as soon as I was in. And after, yeah, four months in, after I spoke with the entire team, was literally to have a rough plan on what we want to do in the next three years. So it's a long time. But it helps you really, like, stick to, okay, these are my priority and these other things are not our priority. And it really helps you in, in, in your day-to-day and, yeah, to make sure you stick on your objectives. The future of legal operations and, and where you're going. Now we're talking about today getting in and, and the quick wins to begin with. Yeah. Where do you see legal operations going? Uh, I think the legal operations future is very bright. Uh, um, I think legal operations more and more is becoming um, obvious that it's it's an essential role in, in companies. It is literally the right arm of a GC. It really helps the GC in making the right decision and supporting the team. I mean, let's remember that a big part of it is to ensure that the team is working at their best. Um, so I feel... Um, Legal ops will have way much more a prominent role into companies and also having a more a strategy role, um, helping the GC really work on which are the strategies and which are the right strategy for a legal department and the objectives of a legal department in line with the company's objectives, yeah. So so in, in your view, given the fact that legal operations is becoming more and more critical, especially yeah. in-house, what tools or what type of recommendation i'm not talking specifically at contract management or any like specific tools in terms of like supporting the legal teams but the way you're working because your role is so different right normally when you're an in-house like the first tool you start working with is well maybe word then it's Slack, and then you have a contract management system. You might have a e-signing system. But as a legal ops person, how are you scaling you, and and how are you working smarter? Uh, wow, absolutely. That's that's so interesting. So, um, I mean, being such a such a new position and being such a, something that you can shape in the way you want. To, I also feel like sometimes. Um, yeah, I need to get a step up and look at how other people are doing things or other departments are doing things. So what I've been trying to um, work uh, um, 
now in Tantum, or I want to initiate this year is literally to build a community uh, within the company of um, operations people. So everyone has someone doing operations or like working remotely in oper- or doing operations, not knowing and doing operations. Uh, so really trying to bring people together and um, yeah, I have conversation on how they're doing things, how they're approaching problems. So I might think something is really legal related but most likely it's not. <laughs> Someone has been doing a similar things before. So um, I'm trying to, yeah, remain inspired and learn by others within within the companies. Yeah, because like sometimes we forget our companies have so much knowledge and so many people and so much talent that we can, yeah, we can share. Um, so that's my approach, yeah. If anybody is sitting out there and thinking, hmm, I actually would like to to go into legal operations. That could be an interesting career path. How would you get started? Um, um, I found that everyone has always a bit of interest in legal operations or in tech, even in the team right now. I always have everyone like telling me, yeah, like if you need any help on this project, I love like working with tech, let me know. I'm always happy to support. So my my suggestion would be like literally um, like raise your hand. Um, definitely there's always need of support in legal ops. Like one person cannot do everything. So ask to join a, a, a project or support in a project and get a sense of like what legal operations will look like. And and it's something if my, my interest interested you. Yeah, I was very lucky because indeed I had a chance to work uh, on implementing contract management very early uh, and it was a completely new thing and definitely was a very cool project as a first project <laughs> um, but yeah get a sense uh, um, work on different I mean I was something that I like to always think is that a lot of legal consoles do a lot of operations job every day without realizing it they do a lot of project management thinking like when they engage several external consoles or within the company they have different stakeholders. That, that's project management at the end of the day. Um, so they have already a bit of exposure and they have already some talent that they can share in there. Is there any resources or courses or anything that you would suggest or recommend? Um, well, definitely like clock and the ACC are doing a massive work around like legal operations and making and giving visibility to legal operations and providing the basis to understand legal operations. So definitely like um, having to look at those resources is a good start. Um, there are a few um, well-known names in legal ops, uh, which are very active on, on LinkedIn and they do workshops uh, or shares material which is always very useful i know that they're starting now some courses uh, um but i think the operation is something that you can learn along the way um yeah and just having to come like being yeah share ideas with other people doing the similar things is probably the best um yeah every conferences or everything when every time i speak uh, with someone in the same network, I come out and I was like, oh my God, I wasn't, I never thought about that. <laughs> so there's so much to learn just by, yeah, just by having a conversation with someone that's doing something similar. Then let's say that you're then transitioning yourself and then like you building out your career. As a general counsel, 
what should be, in your opinion, their priority when it comes to scaling their legal team? Um, so, uh, well, there are definitely different things that um, GCs can do to scale the legal teams. Obviously, uh, depends what what the scope of work they're doing. Um, when we, there's so much um, admin that sometimes the legal teams are doing that you can free up their time and have their time to to invest them in something else, to invest in their um, not only work related but also in their development, and that's also something that scales legal teams. So if you free up their time to make sure that they have more time to focus on in learning something new or boosting some of their skills, that it's something that will come back. You know, they will use that that learnings into their day to day job. Um, so really, when I think about how I can support the legal team, is that yeah, how can I make sure you also have time? to dedicate to your like, development. Uh, and that's where the people part comes in. Um, yeah, uh, that, that's how I feel that, yeah, GC always should have the focus in making sure that their team um, can, can scale and can, can develop from a personal perspective. If you look at that, I had a really interesting conversation uh, with a consultancy uh, partner that is very much looking in scaling legal teams and and she said that it's a lot about de-lawyering and I was kind of like de-lawyering what does that mean and she said well there is a lot of things that the in-house legal teams are doing that has nothing to do with being that in-house legal teams Mm -hmm. that they're doing admin stuff but uh, maybe many are afraid to lose control and, and giving those assignments to the rest of the business. Is that what you mean by taking the admin side of things? Yeah, indeed, indeed, absolutely, absolutely. And, and it's true, there's so much um, um, fear in losing control. Um, and uh, which, yeah, I mean, and it's all about building the right narrative behind uh, behind that. Indeed, I mean, it's, a, um, it's making sure they understand why certain things have been done and it's for their benefit so that they gain more time to 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 focus on other things i mean we're pretty sure that a lot of the lawyers haven't studied all of those years to yeah <laughs> filling payment details or you know in a contract uh, we, that that's the type of things that um yeah technology of our current process come in and then can fix and free up and make sure that that you have time to focus on on real legal substantial work so Matilda, now you're inspiring the listeners out there and really giving them insights into how you built your legal operations role and and also like what you've been working on, the quick wins, as you said. Where do you get your inspiration? Um, Yeah, as I mentioned, I did have a GC, which was very, very, very inspiring. It was always um he always taught me that um to always be very business oriented and to make sure um that the i always had a focus on the end user and that's the um that's i think it's also the focus of of legal operations now thinking who is your end user and yeah how can make sure that they have the best experience so definitely my first gc was always uh very inspiring and he always guide me and he pushed me eventually to change and switch finally careers to, to legal operations. And then um, 
yeah also my boss at booking uh, she uh, Mipe, she was um absolutely amazing she had a lot of experience uh, uh into the business and she had a lot a lot lot to share with me so that also i think um has been such an amazing and brought me where i am today and most of the things that i know i own them to them uh i have to and the mindset i own them to them yeah you mentioned that there were some that were posting some really good content on linkedin uh, as an example are there any people that you can recommend that others start following or are reading blogs or articles from yes um these uh, that's that's what i've done there's lucy uh basil um she's a clm expert mostly but she's an operation expert but she knows everything about everything and she also wrote some um a couple of books um on yeah legal operations really practical like um yeah how can you approach project management with a question you can ask your team Uh, when it comes about implementing a new technologies or improving processes so really really hands on on yeah pra- practical advice um and mm. i use them when i was still a legal counsel just to understand what a clm is in the first place <laughs> um uh, so that's something that yeah I w- she is amazing i follow her and she always shares a lot of content and webinars so that's that's something that i would really advise yeah Well, Matilda, that was my last question. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for joining the podcast and for giving people insights into what legal operations is and and the career path that is an opportunity in that regard. Thank you very much for having me. This was super, super, super fun. And yes, I hope more people, more and more people want to do legal operations. Yeah, <laughs> we we need people, definitely. <laughs> And on that note, well, thank you for joining and listening in to Inspiring Legal. Thank you so much for listening in to Inspiring Legal. Remember to subscribe. And if you want more information, you can always go to openly.com/community. That was openly.com/community.